Today's episode is brought to you in part by Logos. Logos combines digital books with intelligent software to help you study the Bible deeply. Do word studies with one click, search for virtually anything in your Bible, and enjoy dozens of features that help you see more in Scripture. Right now, you can find my book, Virtuous Persuasion, A Theology of Christian Mission, as well as get a listener discount on Logos by visiting logos.com slash mniebauer. That's logos.com slash mniebauer. What does it mean to be humble, and how is humility the opposite of pride? How do we grow in humility, and what should we expect to receive when we do? Welcome to This We Believe, the podcast where we explain the essential texts of the Christian faith. My name is Dr. Michael Niebauer. In the first beatitude, Jesus says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. To be poor in spirit is to be humble. One who is poor is in need, and the humble person is one who acknowledges their constant and incessant need for God. The poor in spirit are those who recognize their need to be poured into by the Holy Spirit. In the Bible, humility is often contrasted with pride. The prideful person is one who seeks to be independent and above others and God. The prideful person seeks to exalt themselves from above rather than acknowledging their need of God from below. In so doing, they place themselves at the center of their world, subordinating the love of God to their own wishes and desires. We see pride at work in the first sin on Mount Eden. God places the tree of knowledge in the garden and asks Adam and Eve to wait to eat of its fruit until God deems them capable of receiving. In so doing, God invited Adam and Eve to exercise humility, trusting his command and acknowledging their dependence on God as the source of all that is good and wise. However, in taking and eating the fruit against God's command, they exercised pride, disavowing their dependence on God and asserting their will above God's good command. Later in the Bible, we see the heights of human sin come in the construction of the Tower of Babel. The Tower of Babel was built to be a kind of man-made mountain that would rival the great mountain of God, Mount Eden. All of humankind joined together to build this tower, and it was meant to show off the greatness of humanity and demand that God descend from heaven to praise human achievement. This tower was a monument to human pride. Humanity came together to build a tower that would impress God, that would rival God, and that would challenge God. Of course, God does come down from heaven, but not to marvel at Babel, but to destroy it and scatter humankind. Just after this great catastrophe, God begins his rescue mission of humankind by calling Abraham a simple, humble, and obedient herdsman to be the father of his people Israel. So we see in the Bible a contrast between pride and humility. The prideful exalt their deeds and declare their independence from God. The humble 
acknowledge their need, and declare their full dependence upon God. So it should come as no surprise that Jesus begins the Beatitudes, this great statement on holy Christian character, with a pronouncement of blessing on those who are humble. If prideful self-centeredness is the root of so much evil, then a life that turns away from evil will be marked first and foremost by humility. Humility is the starting point of the Christian life. Before we begin following Jesus, we must acknowledge our sin and our need for Jesus to heal us from our sin and rescue us from evil. In order to grow in humility, one must begin by acknowledging their helplessness to combat and remedy the sin in their souls. As we continue to follow Jesus, we must continue to acknowledge our poverty, our desperate need to cling to Jesus as the source of all that is good, true, and beautiful. A curious thing happens as we continue to follow Jesus. As we experience growth in the Christian virtues of faith, hope, and love, we realize more and more how dependent we need to be on Jesus. This is the opposite of the way of the world. The successful person in the world is one who has achieved independence. They are free from the demands of the world and have achieved wealth that enables them to do whatever they want unhindered by the world. The Christian, however, realizes their complete dependence on God and their continual need of God's grace and mercy. This is one of the most fascinating things about the Christian life. The further along you are, the more you realize just how far you have to go. As we go closer to God, the deeper recesses of sin in our heart will be revealed to us, and we will consequently realize that we must become more, not less, dependent on God. When I first became a Christian, I noticed the ways in which my words often did not glorify God. My language was often crude and callous, and I engaged in mean-spirited joking at the expense of others. In the first years of being a Christian, I saw great healing in the way I used words, deploying language to build others up rather than tear them down. However, the success in my outer language revealed to me that there were deeper areas of sin in my heart. I discovered that the words in my head, the way I internally spoke of others, was still very much mean and unloving. The healing I had received in my outer speech came with an invitation to further trust and depend on God to heal my inner speech as well. Growth in Christian virtue and character does not make us more prideful and more independent. Instead, it makes us more humble and dependent on God. While it may be difficult for us to give up our self-centeredness and acknowledge our utter dependence on God, it is extraordinarily freeing once we do. In our pride and self-centeredness, we often become fixated on our reputation and the opinions that others have of us. In our strivings for independence, we will paradoxically become more dependent on the fleeting things of the world for our security. Our emotional stability will be thwarted by a disparaging remark made about us on social media. Our sense of self-worth will fluctuate with the amount of dollars in our bank account. The prideful person needs the world to see them, 
to recognize them and validate them. In so doing, their sanity becomes tethered to the vicissitudes of earthly life. However, those who seek humility discover something freeing. Their security is already given to them by God. Jesus says in this beatitude that the humble have already received and will one day receive in full the kingdom of heaven. They will receive this kingdom even if they lose all worldly possessions and even if they have their reputations ruined. The humble will often find that they are losers in life. Yet, within this loss of the world, they will discover their heavenly blessings. They will experience an increase in the Holy Spirit in their hearts, even as they experience a diminishment of status in the eyes of the world. They will have confidence that these heavenly joys will only increase as they follow Jesus, trusting that these joys will be made complete in their resurrection to eternal life. I'd like to thank you for joining me today on This We Believe. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd ask that you tell one other friend about us or leave a review for our podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at we underscore believe underscore pod. Take care and God bless. Mm-hmm.